You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the Amy76 bringing us into episode number 110 of Straight to the Point. My name is Chris here. Oh my God, J-Dub. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? Yo, and I know every time we get together, there's so much to talk about, but we have some late-breaking news that we're going to start with, with Donovan Mitchell going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. We're going to talk about some extensions and some trade news and things going on in the NFL, but Jared... A Woj bomb came out this afternoon with Donovan Mitchell being traded from the Utah Jazz to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, Jake, just give us, for our listeners, just give us the full rundown, the complete, you know, the complete, uh, what's what I'm looking for? The, Details the, of the trade. The transaction? Yes. So, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we all thought Donovan Mitchell was going to go to the Knicks. Instead, the Cavaliers are sending Lori Markkinen, Ochai Baji, that's baby Dirk. Ochai Baji, who also. No, 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 no. No, he's not. No, he is not. Ochai Baji, you know, Kansas finest that's a champion. And Colin Sexton, who who just got a 72 million sign and trade in the deal. And then they also sent three unprotected first round picks, which was the 2025 first, 2027, 2029. And then he also sent two pick swaps, which is the 2026 and 2028, all for Donovan Mitchell, who's leaving the Jazz, will be joining the Cleveland Cavaliers. Man, we. We stay talking about Cleveland on this podcast. That's crazy. Like, there's nothing good in Cleveland, yet we still talk about them. Nothing. And that includes this trade. Like, I, <laughs> this trade is not good. Like, I don't know who is this. Like, it's good for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, like, get me out of Utah. But, like. It's great Cleveland? for the Jazz as well. I mean, if you really think about it this way, the Jazz got a combined 13 unprotected picks, I think, just in totality from the Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell trades. That's crazy. The, the Utah Jazz basically became the Thunder in one in one offseason. That's how crazy it is. And then they're now, looking at the roster, they still have the like veterans that they have to unload, which is Bojan Bogdanovich, Jordan Carson, Bio. Bio. Mike Conley, who's in Jazz. You can't even buy. I don't think you can even buy Mike Conley. Oh, he's in Jazz purgatory because I think he's making upwards of $36 million, $37 million this season. Oh, don't know. Listen, listen. If he, want, if he wants out, They'll get out. Don't worry. Yeah, but he's he's in he's in jazz purgatory as we know right now. But I do like Boyan Bogdanovich and Jordan Clarkson. They have better trade value than Mike Conley at the moment. But if you really look at this, like the Jazz have now revamped where you know they're all in on Victor Webinyama. That's going to be the guy they want to draft. They're everyone is first round pick. Like, yeah, everyone is. It's the the race for him is like now in session. The Jazz have now put themselves in like the I think the running because mm-hmm. I think they're going to be the worst team in the NBA this season. Mm-mm. But when you look at it. I know the Knicks were in contention for this deal. I think the last thing I saw was that the Jazz had asked for R.J. Barrett and Manny Quickly, another for another young player, and I think three unprotected first for Donovan Mitchell, which I thought was a lot as well. So, you know, they, they quickly declined that because they said, well, we'd rather work with what we got than give up so much for Donovan Mitchell, who I, love, I like Donovan Mitchell a lot. He's an all-star, but he's not a superstar. And when you look at how the, the Jazz have made their deals, all-star players now are worth a lot more than what we, they used to be worth. Like, this is, that's crazy. And another thing with, the Utah, with Utah is that they've traded now two all-star players this year to, you know, a franchise that historically they don't get free agents. You know, people don't flock to Utah. Or Minnesota, let's be honest. You're not, you're not signing there on purpose. So you now have a team in Utah who has completely hit the, re, you know, the reset button. Like, they're – all in on being um, terrible this year, and then like you mentioned the Web and Neb- the Victor Web and Navia thing, they have literally scrap on that roster. Like they're going to have crap this year, like just straight garbage. And I said no to them being the worst team in basketball this year. I'm, I'm sorry, used the worst team in the NBA. They're going to be the worst team in all of organized basketball. Like, they're going to be god-awful this year. And the thing that that perplexes me is that 
I feel like this could have been this trade could have been made, you know, two three months ago. Well, it was coming out that Danny Ainge was coming out saying, "Hey, we got other we had two other teams that had offers. We just really liked the Knicks package the most." Because let's be let's be realistic. The Colin Sexton, uh, Agbaji, oh, yeah. oh, it's yeah. not it's not as sexy as Colin Sexton or RJ Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly who are on the rise. They really want to quit in Grimes, which I I guess he that's the potential you see. Oh no, Colin Sexton. I hope you get used to hearing his name that we're talking about now because we'll never talk about him again. Yeah, Colin Sexton, he'll put up numbers for the Jazz. Because let's be honest, he was a 20 just last season before he's there. Who's he was 27 points per game. Who's going to care? Oh, yeah, well, they'll care enough when they're 72 million hits. 27 games. <laughs> like, who's going to care what Colin Sexton does in Utah? Yeah, they're not, that's winning, all, they're not going to. That's going to be the equivalent of. De'Aaron Fox in Sacramento. Like you can put up as many numbers as you want. You're on a terrible team. It's going yeah, they're not winning anything. Again, Quick. the Jazz got exactly what they wanted in both of these trades. I do like this for Cleveland because, again, Cleveland was going into the season, what, a 40-win team, 6-7 seed. And now I think uh, they're they're projected by Vegas to be 46.5 wins now. Mm-hmm. They're, I'm locking them in as a fourth and fifth seed team. If they're the fourth, then I see the Bulls or somebody being the fifth. But I, I'm locking them in at the fourth, fifth seed. And then, again, people coming at Donovan Mitchell because his defense, he's been hurt the, kind of the past season with the hamstring mm-hmm. and the, the knee. He, but he, when he's first getting in the league and he was emerging, he was a defensive player, so I think he has a defense. But this is a guy that averaged 24 points a game, five assists. He's he's locked up for the next four years. Like they, they yeah. gave, The Jazz gave the money, so you got him. You've got Garland plus him as your primary front court or back court. And then you then have a core who they now believe is, he's solidified himself as a small forward. I like him for his two-way defense. He has to really show he can shoot. You have Evan Mobley who could, was, what, rookie of the year. He was He's good. He plays good defense. He's Very a good, good power forward. And then Jared Allen's a lockdown guy. I do if, – if people really want to come at Rudy Gobert as being one of the best defenders and, you know, rim protecting – well, Jared Allen can rim protect, and he also can guard the perimeter. Like he's a guy that goes out there a little bit, and he guards the perimeter. So I like that Oof. move. So Oof. I like that move oh. for them. Then Karis Levert's coming off the bench for the Cleveland. Like that's that's a good six man, six six top six. You have your six man. The rest of the roster they'll have to fill out. I don't know if Seti Osman is going to still be there. Like they they have some guys that I'm like it's questionable, but that first six is going to win you some games. So I was I was perusing the straight to the point inbox. Um, that's straight to the point pod at gmail.com. And we got a, a question in right around when this trade popped up from from John in Toronto. So he asked, with the recent Donovan Mitchell trade, who are the odd teams out of the East? So does this team does this team propel Cleveland? This trade propel Cleveland above where they were last year, and now who takes who? Like who kind of falls out of the Eastern Conference? I guess contenders list at this point. So the, the Cleveland didn't make the playoffs last year, right? Cleveland. No, they they made the play in and they, they lost. Weren't to, they tournament. lost to the Nets, right? Yes. And then 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 they, and then subsequently they lost. Okay. They lost yes. the team. Well, one team that's already out is the Charlotte Hornets. They were in the play in. I think they're done. Okay, so I Charlotte Charlotte were taken out of the the play in spot. I think Charlotte the Charlotte was tenth last year for the play in spot. I think they're cut. Okay. I think they weren't making it anyway. Cleveland was ninth this year. I think they skyrocket to the fourth, fifth seed. I think that moves Toronto down. Okay, so you think Toronto's moving down? I think Toronto moves down. I do. Okay. I like what they have roster wise, but now you add Donovan Mitchell. That team, I think, is subsequently better than the Raptors. Team. What about Atlanta? Who don't forget has already acquired Atlanta DeJounte moves Murray. up. That's what. So that the fourth, fifth seeds, I think, are locks for Atlanta, Cleveland. So what I about, think they're locks. So what's your so? Okay, so if you're thinking four or five for Atlanta and Cleveland. Is Chicago out? Is Chicago down? Chicago's. I think Chicago stays at the six seed. They were six seed last year. I think they stay at the six seed this year. Okay, so you think Cleveland now is, is better than Chicago? Yes. Okay. I like Cleveland better than Chicago. I think Raptors move move the seventh. I think Hawks are the eighth seed. So the Nets think, are already bumped up. So you think the Nets move up? Nets move up to what? Ooh. Okay. Here, here's my list because I, I forgot a team. So here's my list. I have Boston okay. at one. Okay, so you think right now Boston's the best team in the East? I think Boston's the best team in the East. They just made the finals. They okay. brought back the entire roster. They got the better pieces. I like Boston gotcha. at one. Okay. I like the Bucks at two, but I think for me it's tied. Bucks or Sixers at two. Like, it's, okay, so it's, let's just say 
let's just say for the sake of argument, Bucks two, Sixers three. Sixers three. Then here, here's here's where it's gonna go down for me. I have Nets four. Okay. Cleveland five. Heat six. Bulls seven. Yeah, Heat six. Bulls seven. And then give me Hawks eighth. So you just said the Hawks. You literally just said the Hawks yeah. were four or five team. I had to switch. It, I had to switch. It. I forgot all about the Heat. Then that that that's horrible because they were just the number one seed in the. Okay, East. so here so here's my thing. I think I think you're you're you were on to something there, right? The thing about the Heat is they have a lot of pieces. That's kind of you know they they lost PJ Tucker. You know Jimmy Butler's riding around here with extensions. You know. Kyle lost weight. He's lost weight. Kyle's lost weight. Kyle Lowry's lost a little weight. Duncan Robinson's still in the witness protection program. So we don't know how this like we we think we kind of know what this heat team is, but we just don't know for sure. Yeah, the wild card for me. I agree with you on the top three Boston, Bucks, Sixers. Because my Nets is a very, very interesting wild card. Because does does Kyrie, you know, what happens with Kyrie? Because, you know, Kyrie's a ticking time bomb. He can go for any moment. Does Is KD committed? He's already asked. He's already lobbied to get Steve Nash fired. He's already lobbied to get Sean Marks fired. Like, can they coexist, or will that be just be like an unamicable situation? What is your boy, the 6'10 Australian point guard? Is he That's your guy. Play? That is, is your guy. Show up? Is his back going to hurt? You know, he's been carrying around all his excuses. Like, I, who knows? So, there's a lot of unknown. Cleveland, I think, is very good. They're, they're just young. They're very young. And this is, I mean, now this is not Mitchell's team, right? Yeah, I all think so. Purposes, this is Mitchell's team. So, we have to see how he's able to, to be the focal point of a team. Now, it was him and Gobert. Like, Gobert took care of the defense, and he took care of the offense, whatever, under Quinn Snyder. Now you're coming into a situation where you have a coach in Cleveland that's already had some some experience with his core guys. They've already kind of got rid of that battle between Garland and Sexton, and they got rid of Sexton, right? So Garland, who is a first-time All-Star last year, that team who took a lot of it took a very significant step forward last year. Let's see how this plays out because I I don't think this trade makes them worse by any means. But no, it makes them it does, makes them vastly better. Does this make them as be, as much better as you think it does? Because I have my reservations with Donovan Mitchell strictly because the same way I have my reservations with Bradley Bill. I'm not saying that Donovan Mitchell is a perpetual loser because I think Bradley Bill is a perpetual loser. Not saying him particular, like you know what I mean. Like he, he loses when it matters. It, he, the, he the, teams, the teams he or the teams that he are on, do not do anything. But is the Cavs is the Cavs right now currently constructed better than the Heat? I don't know. Are the Cavs right now as currently constructed better than the Nets? I don't know, but I no, think it's very. No, they're not. I'll give you. That. We, not. we don't know how much. How much of the Nets is implosion? Like, how much is that? How much? How much of that self-inflicted, you know, just drama and and nonsense is is going to go on next? You know, we don't know. I'm not so okay. So I'm not going to put no speculation on the fact that I don't know what's going on. I just go going into the season right now. Like right now, going into the season. I'm looking at this Nets team where you know KD's all in right now. Like that's what he said. He's back. He's committed. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's committed because he wants his next bag. Ben is there. He's locked up. Ben's playing next season game one. That's He's confirmed it. They confirmed it. Seth Curry's back. Maybe, maybe game, from, game one. Maybe not game two, but game one for sure. I don't really care regardless of how many games they miss. Let's think about it this way. if Kyrie, As long as KD and Kyrie are playing, they still have Royce O'Neal. They somehow, not even somehow, they got T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren's a good player. They, Joe Harris is going to be back from injury. That's a good player. That's a good shooter. Seth is there now. Like The bench has finally filled out for them to the point where I think the only thing they're really missing is a big because the only big they have is Nick Claxton. But you're going to be playing Ben at center anyway, so it's a, you can do that. You can kind of find your big man later in the season. Buyout can happen, trades, whatever. But you go into the season with a way better roster than they had before, and then you're like, okay, 
Katie and Kyrie aren't losing games to a lot of teams. Like still Kevin Durant. Like you, you've heard the interviews. You know who he is. Like Kevin Durant's like if he plays basketball, he's going to play to win. He's not going to. He's, he's Kevin Durant. We know who he is. So I like their roster vastly better than Cleveland, only because you're talking about two MVP guys, Katie and Kyrie. But you, those but two you, will win you also games. mentioned. Without, without you also game. mentioned. You also mentioned that the Knicks. I'm sorry. The Nets' biggest weakness, which is lack of bigs, is what Cleveland has. Yeah, but again, has Mobley. You can let Jared Cleveland Allen beat you. Jared Allen. You can let him beat you. What? I'd much rather Jared Allen beat you yeah, than Darius Garland go off for Conor. The thing before was you, you just had to worry about Darius Garland. Now you have to worry about Donovan Mitchell. That's a legitimate score in this league. That's fine, but you got work. who's guarding Kyrie Irving? Nobody. No one. <laughs> who's guarding Kevin Durant on that team? Nobody. No one. But so if it's a shootout, I'm gonna go I'm with the shootout. I'm Kevin not Durant saying this will be a shootout. But here's the thing: if it's a shootout, you're not gonna make all them shots. Who's Who's crashing these boards? Who's 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 running these boards with Jared? And that's where I, Ben's a good rebounder. Let's be honest, Ben is a good rebounder. That's the only thing I'm giving him credit for. Playmaking as well, the passing. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a decent rebounder. He, he's a good facilitator. But and then team chemistry comes into play. Donovan hasn't. Katie and Kyrie have been playing together now. They got they, you could integrate Ben in the training camp, which is what Donovan's going to do. But the roster for the Nets have been there. Like, the guys have all been there for the half the season last and year so, or more. So it's Cleveland. No, not when it comes to your Karis LeVert played a little bit, but now he's getting a six man role. That's going to take a time. Karis LeVert, I'm okay, but you can also you splitting hairs now because you can split hairs with Brooklyn too. Katie and Kyrie are starters. So Simmons is a starter. So it's Allen. So it's Mobley. So it's a curl. But so is Garland. You know, is is Evan Mobley really? You're telling me you you really believe Evan Mobley no, no, is going to no, be not, that dude? I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not comparing talent. You're saying. Because that's what we were talking about. We're talking about which rosters are better. I like the Nets roster better with what they have than no, the no, Cavs no, no. roster. I'm sorry. Your point that you just made, I'm refuting, was that Katie and Kyrie and those guys had played last year together. I'm saying so did those guys in Cleveland. Yeah, but not with a superstar in Donovan Mitchell where we, we, you, we, you yourself just said it's Donovan Mitchell's team. Maybe the guys in Cleveland think otherwise. We know for a fact okay. it's Katie's team and Kyrie's there. Kyrie knows it's Katie's team too, but Kyrie's like, okay, but I'm I'm cool with being does, that does Katie, shooter right now. Does Katie wanted to be Katie's team. He's back. He's in right now. We just have to go by the belief that he's in. Jared, how many can change? We, we don't know what Katie wants. I'm not Kevin Durant. I'm not going to speak on him. I just know yeah. he's back, so he's got to play the game. Right, he but wants here's the to thing, Jared. How many times have you gone to your boss and said, "I need this done," or "I'm unhappy. Get me up out of here," and it doesn't happen, and you go and say, "Okay." I'm here. Are you really happy? Even if I'm not happy, I still put the work in. I'm not about to yeah, be lazy. You, <laughs> that's, that's, I can get fired. Are my you job. as invested? I'm. I'm not. I'm be disgruntled, which Katie probably is disgruntled. But again, you still put forth maximum effort, which is like what Katie does. Like Kevin Durant's never cheated the game of basketball at any instance of point in his career where he's been villainized. He's been treated poorly. He's all in. I'm not against that. I think I'm really on the fact that if this is what you have to go by, if they're in, they're in. That okay. puts Cleveland back for me. Nets are up. Now, okay. if something happens, like you say, first game of the season, we find out something where, like, yo, we see Kevin Durant just sitting in the bench where, with a, an alleged injury that we've never heard of going to the training camp or something like that. Oh, man, Chris, you take back everything. Cleveland's Kevin Durant's out. He, he he said he was back in, but in reality, he's only doing that because he's tired of being villainized. He's going to find his way to make a trade happen some way, somehow. He'll play his little games, little manage, whatever. Let's say some, some for some crazy instance, some political event takes place and Kyrie Irving's pissed about it. Okay, so it might happen. Kyrie Irving might sit 10, 20 games. So right. then that changes everything. But right now going into the season, I'm expecting both of them to play at least 65 games. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm expecting from both of them. Ben Simmons, I'm expecting the same. Who knows though? Like that's a, who that's that's so, that's a, that's, a, that's an anomaly right there. That's so a, that's of, a tradition so, of a work unicorn. So of the teams that made the playoffs in the East last year, I'm just gonna read them off to you. You let me know if you think they're gonna make it again this year coming up. All right. Miami. Mm -hmm. Boston. Mm -hmm. Milwaukee. Milwaukee, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about it. I, I again. Oh, what was there to think about? I like the Sixers. 
I'm not. I'm not asking you to rank them. I'm just asking you to, of the teams that made it. Will they make it next year? Yes. Oh, Milwaukee made it next year. I thought. I thought you were talking um, about. I'm, I'm, saying, such, I'm, I'm thinking you're going by yo. This is the seating, and I'm like, oh no, this is literally last year's seating. I'm just yeah, yeah. Not, Milwaukee's gonna make it again. Come on, that's okay. Yeah. That's why I'm sitting there like, really? That's why I was so stuck. I'm like, wait, did I hear him wrong? Sixers? Yes. Toronto? No. Chicago? Yes. Brooklyn? Yes. Atlanta? Yes. Cleveland? Yes. Charlotte? No. So who who of the Knicks, the Wizards, the Pacers... The Pistons and the Magic take those two spots. Toronto takes one. The Knicks take the other. So you think Charlotte's out and the Knicks jump into the play-in tournament? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm off Charlotte because of what happened with Miles Bridges. That was a huge piece to them. They didn't All really right. do anything else to, like, I like Mark Williams as a draft piece, but that's, that's a young player. He's not going to be ready right away. Bing bong, Jared just said Knicks making the playoffs. Which is, well, they're making the play-in. Are we considering the play-in the playoffs? I guess they're playoffs now. Yeah, I guess that's playoff I, basketball. I guess. I, I mean, you, listen, you, if you make participation trophy. I'm, 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 I'm not really big on the Knicks, but I like what they've done with Jalen Brunson. I think RJ Barrett takes another step. It's not like the Knicks haven't played good basketball to make the playoffs before. They're, they're what, a year removed from they, Julius Randle carrying the situation, though, is nasty. Yeah, so I was like, okay, they could do some things. Like, the Knicks could make no. like, some trade deadline acquisitions. Uh, or, they they, they kept cap situation is nasty. nasty. Yeah, but I. Yeah, like, I hate just putting the Knicks in the playoffs, but Chris, let's be realistic. Are you putting Washington above the Knicks? Hell no. <laughs> so there we go. I'm like, ooh, like, ooh. Hell no. <laughs> like, I like Bradley Bill more than you do. But man, everyone, everyone's a whole bunch of arguments. I got hell no. I can't. Do yeah. So I'm um I'm 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 not I'm of the mindset, man. Listen. I'd rather put the Knicks above Washington because I love Bradley Bill. I love you, Bradley Bill, but uh-huh. you told me. A Kuzma, a Marcus Morris, uh, Christoph Porzingis, who who doesn't really step, step to the court as much. That's where we about to give you in the playoffs. Nasty work. I mean, Ooh, they just lost. Who know who was they starting point guard? Uh, <laughs> Trey lightly. Trey lightly. Watch this face. Trey lightly. That's what yeah, I can say. Trey very lightly. I know a lot of you people are asking, like Chris, Jared, what's your thoughts on? The Lakers and 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 Westbrook and Pat Bev. And Yo, yeah, I'm so pissed about Pat. I am so I'm upset. I'm so very upset. upset. You know, I, I I did shed a tear, but maybe one day, maybe one day, Pat Bev will be a sixer. But until then, we move on to a team high in the Rocky Mountains in Denver, Colorado, who just gave their quarterback a five-year. $245 million extension with $165 million guaranteed. Jared, talk to me about Russell Wilson. Man, that's a payday. And that's the $165 guaranteed. Guaranteed. Extension. 30, I mean, 33 going 34 in a couple months. I think his birthday is like right around the, when the season starts, I believe. Man, he he's finishing his career in Denver. It's not a bad. It's not a bad place to finish your career. Listen, Elway, Manning, Wilson, quarterback Dang. central, and I like that. All those, all those, all those guys won titles in Denver. Do you think Russell Wilson can win a title in Denver? No, no, no. I don't. I'm talking about for the for the duration of this contract. You got seven years in Denver. If I had to, if, if I had to, if you had to put a percentage on it, what would you say? Seven years, I'd give him a fifty-five percent chance. Okay. I think that's relatively where you're like, yo, it's fifty-fifty split. 50, because that man, that division, oh, that's, like, that's a nasty division, Chris. Listen, and you've had arguments about that division. You guys heard last episode where I pretty much made my case for Denver in that division, but. You can make an argument, a compelling argument for every team. I like the Raiders. I like the Chargers. I like you can make a compelling yeah. argument for every yeah. team in that division. And their, their quarterbacks aren't going anywhere. They've all, like, besides Josh Herbert, who will get in a bag, they're all there for years. It could like Mahomes like, with a 10-year deal. Like, he's there. Derek Carter's got his extension. He's, he's there. there. Josh Herbert's not – I mean, Justin Herbert's not leaving. Like, that, that is there. their guy. Like, the dudes, they're already putting him in top five conversations. And then they all have great offenses now. Like every single one of them have good like is well, 
good to no, great. I still, I still like the Chiefs. Uh, as long as Mahomes is QB, I still think it's a great offense because he's going to do some things with the ball. Yeah. But they all have they all have solid contributors on the offensive side of the ball. Look Every at, one of look them. At, look at Kansas City. A plethora of options. Edwards, Hilaire, running back. They got – I mean, they, they lose Tyreek Hill, but you got Juju. You got – you got Scott Marcus Moore with the draft. They got they, the they best tight end in the NFL. And, they, and they got they got Kelsey. And then you look at you look at the Raiders. They got Waller. They got Renfro. They got Josh Jacobs. They they got pieces. Devontae Adams. Didn't even mention Devontae Adams. <laughs> yeah, no, He's got themselves top five receivers. Didn't even mention Devontae. And then you look at and then you look at at, at I was going to San Diego. You look at the Chargers. You got Keenan Allen still one of the best. Oh, my God, one of the best runners of. of you know, route runners in the game. You got J- Justin Herbert, who's throwing, you know, throwing whatever anywhere. And then you got Russell Wilson, who just took that slop fest in Seattle. And now you give him Jerry Judy, and you give him KJ Hamler, and you give him Javante Williams, and you give him pieces. And mind you, by the way, I like how you said Jerry Judy. I'm of the mindset that Quirrell Sutton is going to be the one. And that, yeah, that, Cortland that, Sutton didn't even mention Cortland Sutton. I don't even really think that's that crazy to say because man, you have Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. I think Jerry Judy's gonna be in the slot a little bit more this season, like that. But man, like that is different. The only reason I'm a little hesitant on the Broncos this season is because like Nathaniel Hackett, this is gonna be his first year. You know, first year coach. I don't know how far you really get right well, but that once that offense really gels, but here's, the, but here's season, the thing. With, here's the thing with Nathaniel Hackett. Who's the last two quarterbacks he has, he's he's coached at this point? He's ooh, he, he's Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. And then your last year was like Trevor Lawrence, maybe. So you gotta you gotta you got to you got he's a guy who knows what to do with quarterbacks. You know, and he's going to let Ross throw the ball at least thirty times, which Pete Carroll didn't and, do. And and also we didn't even mention they got Tim Patrick, you know, playing tight end receiver. They got pieces oh, well, in Denver. Not, not for season, I think, but yeah. He'll be oh, back. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that the Those knees. But you think, like, <laughs> even even with even with the loss of him, you got plenty of pieces and you got more this is probably the most talented offense that Russell Wilson has played with yeah, in since his, his early days in Seattle. Since you had Beast Mode Marshawn with uh Jermaine Kyrus, Doug Ball. Jermaine Kyrus, Doug, Doug Ball, and Besides the running back, well, Marshall Lynch is in the level of his own. Javon's winning yeah. the Melvin Gordon as your dual backs. That's nasty. That's nasty. You got a tight end, which is, I, I like the up and coming tight end. You have three receivers because KJ Hammer's going to probably be there. Jerry, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. You can literally kind of slot Russ in and say, okay, this is basically a makeshift version of the Seahawks offense when it comes to the run, the receivers. I could do the same things with them that I was doing with Lockett and DK. Mm-hmm. The only difference is now I've got a slightly boasted O-line, which is better. They got a better O-line than they had for Seattle. The defense is sub- subjected to be where it can be really good or really bad. It's just how they play it. But, man, Russ is going – my last point from the last year podcast talking about Russ is that he was in a lot of shootouts, and he was win some, he lose some. I don't think there will be that many shootouts this year. There will be some. But I think you're now more poised. I'm like, okay, Russ can do some things now. He's kind of can sit back in the pocket a little bit more. He's still going to scramble. That's a scramble general. He knows what he's doing when he runs out and starts doing some things with his legs. I'm, I'm, man, that division is so hard where you – when you asked me the earlier question, of can in the next seven years, can he win the Super Bowl? 55% is like, I'm at that. I'm at that level. What does that mean in betting terms for those that are gamblers, degenerate gamblers? I'm at a plus 650. I'd put money on that. Yeah, I'm at a plus six fifty of him winning a Super Bowl in the next seven years, and that's that's pretty good odds. Where you know you have other teams that are like Denver right now. For for those who are interested, are plus two thousand on Fanduel. So I'm I'm, win the Super Bowl this year. Oh, this year. So okay, six fifty for seven years isn't bad. I bet. So, long story short, with, with regards to this contract extension, I really like the fact that Denver stopped playing around. (laughs) <laughs> with makeshift pieces, let's oh let's go get Brock Osweiler. Let's go use Paxton Lynch. Let's go get Drew Locke. Like, Two glove Teddy. Oh my lord, Teddy Bridgewater. Like, come on with these band aid quarterbacks, man. Go get you an established. If you can't draft one, here's what John El- John Elway I think has finally realized: if you can't draft a quarterback, go get someone else's quarterback. 
<laughs> go get one who's just good. You don't need to draft anymore. Go get a, don't go get a vet. Don't got draft him. You can't. Howie Roseman can't draft, but can go acquire players. Hey, this is one of the better speaking, drafts, though. Let's say speaking, of acquire, speaking of acquiring players, your boy Howie. Listen, that's my guy this season. That's your guy. I've, I've been in and out on Howie. Right now, I'm all in on Howie Roseman. He goes out, goes get C.J. Gardner-Johnson for basically nothing, for peanuts, trades J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, and trades Jenna Rager on the same day. That's crazy. And the, the irony. Did you even mention the irony of that Jalen Rager trade? I, I, and the J.J. trade. The the irony of both, yeah, both those trades, JJ Sega Whiteside gets traded to Seattle, in which we could have drafted DK Metcalf, who's on Seattle. We yep. instead took Jay- and then Joe Rick gets traded to the Minnesota Vikings, in which that would have maybe who been their laughed, pick. Who, who laughed, laughed at, at him? Who laughed at him? On national television, laughed at him. That wasn't the right pick. Joe Rick is a good football player, potentially. So I, I think it changed. I think a change of scenery was definitely needed. Like he, he needs. I don't know if the Vikings the change of scenery did, but I, I guess mean, they he, like it. Ain't no pressure there. That's not fair for him because he's like, man, I got tra- they. They didn't want no, him. Ain't no pressure there. If it yeah. works, if it works great. If not, oh well. well they'll do it. They'll do it. The Seahawks did. They cut JJ Single White side right after the trade. So he was one that he's probably going to be on their practice squad. But yeah, they cut him. Um, what I like to say even more though. Is the Eagles were able to attain just for that trade before we talk more about Gardner Johnson? The Eagles got a 2023 seventh round pick and a 2024 conditional pick, which would potentially become a fifth, right? You're telling me we got those two picks and the Cowboys traded Pro Bowl Amari Cooper to the Browns for a fifth rounder? How he does some magic because that's crazy that Joe Breaker is not of the level of an Amari Cooper. He's not. That's but so you only got a fifth rounder for Amari, but you were able to get two picks. A fourth and a seventh, and even the people say, oh, "Well, it's a seventh round." That, that doesn't matter. You still got a, a twenty twenty four fourth, which will probably be traded again later because fourth mm-hmm. round picks are of, of some quality. It's going to get traded again. The Eagles, were, the Saints, must love the Eagles because we they keep trading with us. We got their first for this year coming up, mm-hmm. and now we got their slot cornerback who's going to be our starting safety because when you play the slot, you can play safety. It's really interchangeable. Not for a guy named Monte Maddox. No offense to him. He's a very good slot. I've, we've seen him at safety, though. It didn't work out. But Chauncey Gardner, he can do that. We've, I've seen it for the Saints. He's played it. That's a good player. Very good player. The only reason why they traded him is because contract negotiations started. It didn't work out. He'll make more money coming after this season as a safety than he would have as a slot corner anyway. We're probably going to be the team that resign him if we don't. Well, that's a mistake. He's only 24, going on 25. But that, that bolsters the Eagles defense. Chris, we have a... Lock defense that is very slept on right now. Like t- people are sleeping on our defense, but it's lockdowns. Oh, it, yes. it goes the right and, way and gain the system. And it has potential to to be a a, a defense that puts up points. You know, you have <laughs> yes, finally Slay on the outside with Bradbury on the other side, Avante Maddox in, on the nickel. You got Marcus Epps, who's a ball hawk. You got CJ Gardner Johnson on the other at the other safety spot. You got Hassan Reddick on the line. You got Brandon Graham. You got Fletcher Cox. You got Jordan Davis. You got Nicobe Dean in the middle as one of your linebackers. The team could run a three-four, could run a four-three, it could play matchup. It could it could be whatever defense you need it to be. And I think this could be a, a top ten defense when it's all said and done. A top ten defense and a top ten offense. I like that. See, I'm with you, the monster. You ever, we ever, you ever really talked Eagles. You, you have been kind of. Letting I've been, it slide. I've been very, I've been very <laughs> close to the vest on the Eagles, yeah, and part of it like, is like I don't want to be too. I'm starting to look for. I don't want to be too optimistic. Yeah, I'm, well, no, 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 no. So this is the week where you said you were going to give your Eagles projection. This was okay. the week, okay. but we'll, we'll get into that for a second because I, I just want to talk about that top ten defense thing, Chris. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy because. As of right now, PFF, even with the trade, has us at 16 slotted defense. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's dirty work. I'm going to be honest with you. The players you just named, you still have Jordan Davis coming off bench. That's – come on. Rotation. But, you know. jo- Javon Hargrave is there. Rotation. back. Joshua. But this is the thing about the names that you Josh got. Josh Sweat. Name. I got you. Like, Josh you, Sweat. The two of the players you said rotation, those are starting – those are starting DNs and starting defensive tackle anywhere else. Of course. Our, 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 of course. Our linebackers with Kazir White, who – 
Man, they didn't mention Kaiser White. Kobe Dean has clearly inserted himself as a linebacker that's going to see rotation minutes, or not, if not be a starter, because Davion Taylor was added to the, was put to the practice squad. And Davion Taylor was emerged last season. Davion Taylor was, was him, uh, Sean Bradley, uh, T.J. Uh, Edwards. Like it's T.J. Edwards. How good like, Kobe Dean has been for us that he's automatically inserted himself as a roster spot if Davion Taylor has fell. So I'm like, I look at this defense. We kept saying it. What does the Eagle? It, we finally secured the linebacker position. What do the Eagles need? Was safety. If this Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, because, you know, I, w- I was of the mindset we might be able to trade for Jesse Bates. That's not happening, it looks like. But if Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who's a trash talker, has family in Philadelphia, if it works out the way you're talking about top 10, I think it's guaranteed because who's really throwing up top of you anymore? And then you still have Kavon Wallace, who could be your box rotational piece. Mm-hmm. If the Eagles defense plays out the way you need it to, which is alongside the offense which we're hoping is top 10, that's it's a lockdown. Top 10 is where we should be. I'm not saying, hey, we're going to be number one or top five because that's a stretch. There's better defense than us. There's a lot more named guys on better teams. I think the Rams got Bobby Wagner. That's that's huge. Mm-hmm. But I like where we're at. Where I'm like, dude, there's a, 16, there's, come on. Would you – all right. Okay. I said I will make my official Eagles prediction. Here it is. And I'm going to go through game by game. Here it is. And give my thought. Let me pull up the Eagles schedule now. I mean, let me pull up the schedule. All right. Go I mean, ahead. Game one. I'm gonna give you, I'll give you the game. I'll give you the game. I got go the ahead, go ahead. Game one, week one, uh-huh. Sunday, September 11th, 1 o'clock game. Uh-huh. Eagles versus Lions. I got the Eagles. Here we go. It's a W. So start off with a W. Game two, September 19th, 8.30 p.m., Eagles versus Vikings. And a W. Game three, September 25th, uh, prayers to Brian Robinson, who was just recently shot. He was shot in a carjacking. But he but he was back at their at their facility. He's, today, he's so. been put on the, I believe, NIL list, which is going to have him out for four weeks, maybe more, depending on how he recovers from the injuries, because they were non-life non-life-threatening shots, but he was shot I'm, twice. I'm, Eagles versus no, commanders. We're 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 glad that he's okay. Eagles commanders. We're glad he's okay, but give me the, give me the Eagles. But I think I think that's going to be a, I think it's going to be a closer game than people want to. At run. Washington too. I just want to put that. Out. That is at you Washington. Want, you want to go? Oh, we could. Um, we have, we have I'll, 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 I'll volunteer to drive if we go. Listen, we'll, we'll, that's it. All right, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Go ahead. Eagles versus Jaguars. Game four. The return of Doug E.P. Eagles. That's 4 0, Chris. That's 4 0. So Eagles versus Cardinals, October 9th. L. I agree I think, with you on that. I, here's the thing Eagles usually don't travel. Teams that travel east to west or west to east or whatever, teams that really travel across the country, don't tend to play well. I think that the Cardinals have a lot of speed. Um, this is the Eagles' first real tough test. Um, I think it's going to be close, but I don't think that – I think that's – this is where they'll kind of start looking ahead a little bit, start feeling themselves, come back down to earth, and get reset. So I, I Especially, I like, when you look at the calendar, you're like, oh, we'll play Zach Ertz, return of him, but they don't have DeAndre Hopkins that – they still have a good roster. The next game will be our first – I guess rivalry game, you know what the team we hate the most? Eagles mm-hmm. versus Cowboys. Okay, I thought about this a lot. I think they lose this game. This will be Cowboys at the Eagles. So you're saying we're going to lose at home to the Cowboys. I think they lose this game. The Cowboys tend – the Eagles and Cowboys tend to – whenever they tend to make, have splits, road It's team always the home one. I, I get you. The road team, road team usually wins. So, so now it's at 4-2. and two. I think they lose this game is 4-2. and two. Okay, so then going into October 30th, right before Cow- Halloween. And the Cowboys fans are just going to be the worst after that. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't think the Cowboys are going to be that great this season, but they're, they'll be the second-best team in the division. Eagles versus Steelers, October 30th. I think the Eagles win that game. I agree. So that makes it a 5-2. The next game, again, will be November 3rd. Yeah, November 3rd, Eagles versus Texans. Eagles win that game. 6-2 and two now. We now have Eagles at home versus the Washington Commanders. Eagles win that game. 7-2, and two, you have us. November 20th. This will be a tougher. This now this is where the schedule gets a little. The next two games get a little harder. Eagles versus Colts. I think they win, but I think it's very very close. It puts us I at like, eight and two. I like Matt Ryan. I think he's very much an upgrade over Carson Wentz in the in the fact that he will not force things which is not there. Carson Wentz is very much a, a that that gunslinger like that Favre mentality. Like I can fit it, I can do it. Like even if it's not there, I can make something happen. And that's where he tends to get into trouble. I think Matt Ryan is more so laid back, let things come to him. 
They had Jonathan Taylor. They still have Michael Pittman. They still have pieces. So I think that that's going to be a tough game. Um, and plus, Sirianni, you know, the familiarity is still there with Sirianni and Frank Wright. And so I think that's that's going to be a, a tough game. But I have the Eagles winning that game. The next game after that is going to be Eagles versus the Packers November 27th. This is going to be an L. You're going to Green Bay right at the Thanksgiving, right around Thanksgiving. I think Rodgers is going to start, you know, once Rodgers gets in that groove, like it's very hard to stop him, especially in Green Bay. I I, I think that's going to be an L for the Eagles. Okay, so you now have us at eight and three. Um, I did not mention, but in October – we do have the bye in week seven. Then we'll play the Steelers. So that's why I like the win that you gave us because we'll be coming off the rest. We have eight and three now. December 4th, this is another game we might have to potentially go to, you know, because of the rivalry we have with a certain fan. Eagles versus Titans. So I will not go to this game just because who wants to see the, <laughs> who wants to see the Titans play? It's at Eagles, though. So, I mean, it's who, at our who home. Wants to see, who wants to see Tannehill get the ball hand up Derrick Henry? Who wants to see Tannehill get the ball hand up? Like, who really, yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> then we'll if, have. If, if, if someone brought the tickets, I'll go. So then I, I'm putting that as a W. I believe you are too. That's a W, yes. Nine and three for us so far. We're at 12 games, nine and three. We then go December 11th at Giants, Eagles versus Giants. I thought about this. They always tend to have one clunker in the Meadowlands. Because you, you already got a sweep in the Commanders. Do you think a sweep in two teams in the division? I think the Giants stink. I do. I, but, I, I agree with you. But we have seen us give up. Always, there's always that one game where they they lose where they shouldn't. I think this is one of those games. So I, so I have you guys at nine and four now. Nine and four. December eighteenth, Eagles versus the Bears at Bears. I think they win this game, but I'm very interested to see if the Bears take a step a step ahead. I like um, Justin Fields a lot. Justin I know that's Fields my guy. But they have very, very, very slim pickings on the they outside. They have no offense. Let's what it is. They have no offense. It's, they, this is abysmal. You know, they got Cole, Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney. That's the Darnell. only two receiving threats I've And, uh, and uh, David Montgomery in the backfield. So I think, that's, I think that's a W for the Eagles. So now you have the rematch game that we've already lost to them once. We have Eagles at Giants December 24th. W. Okay. So now that puts it at what, – what was I saying we was just at? You said we beat the Bears. 11-4. 11-4. Yep. W against the Cowboys. Now you have Saints versus Eagles. Next Double. game, January first. Did you skip the Christmas game? No, the Cowboys is the Christmas game. You skipped well, it. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. You skipped that game. Oh, there you go. Eagles versus Cowboys. This is well, where if we that game, we lost the Cowboys in the in the season. Yeah, so this is where I think they win. They win on Christmas Eve. Here's why. They've already they would have already lost to this team at home. This has been the third straight L they've taken to the Cowboys. I don't see them getting swept two years in a row by this team. And we expect this team to to, to win this division. If they're going to win this division, because I looked at the Cowboys schedule, it's going to be very close. If, yeah, the, no, Eagles, there. if, if the Eagles are going to win this division, they have to win this game. So I will give the Eagles this W on Christmas. Okay. So then that goes back to the Eagles versus Saints, January 1st. That's a W. Okay. And then last game, which is TBD, but it's going to happen. Eagles versus Giants. That's a W. That's a W. Okay. So then that you had us losing, what, five games this season? You got us at 12 and 5 then. I have us 12 and 5. Wow. You got us higher than me. 12 and 5, Chris. Again, I'm vastly of the mindset 11 to 6. The trade could potentially sway me to 12. It's, it's, like somewhere, it's somewhere between 12, 11, and 12. Now, I can be talked I can be talked into them losing a game they shouldn't somewhere Which else. is the Commanders. I think at the Commanders is the one where I'm like, man, you're talking about early in the season. They have, we we they have 4-0. Or, man, or let's see how Pittsburgh looks. Yeah, with the new QB. I think that would be, be the game Kenny Pickett plays, too. I'm going to be honest with you. Let's see. I don't think they, I don't think he, they played Pickett. That's week seven. I think by week seven, Kenny Pickett will be the starter if Mr. Bisky hasn't worked out. I, I think, think he'll be the I starter. Think, I think they give Pickett a year. 
you think are you think they're gonna wrestle for the year? I think Mike Tomlin's not gonna let that his season be in jeopardy because Mike Tomlin, Black King, has never no, 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 no. had a losing season I don't, in I don't Pittsburgh. Think, I don't think Trubisky's gonna be horrible. Okay, then then that changes everything. If you don't think Trubisky's gonna be horrible, I, I think Trubisky's gonna be I think it'll be what average. he's always been. Average. Average. Average for him with, with the average. Steelers roster is a, is, a, is a quality team at, at some point in time. Again, yeah. they I have mean, one of the hardest all schedules. All you have to do is be, better, all you have to be, is be better than how Big Ben was last year. That team made the playoffs last year. Like, people forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That team made the playoffs last year. Like, they limped in and made the playoffs. Which is, again, Mike Tomlin's a great coach. He's never had a losing season. That, that so. is great for him. I think this might be that losing season, but if – what you're saying about Trubisky, which is very, it's it's there. It's there. All the potential you gotta there. Do is be average. All, all you gotta do is be average and just get the ball where it needs to go. Just and imagine he's younger than Ben. He has the arm. Was Ben that arm was gone? And, he couldn't and throw Trubisky downfield. Can move. Yeah, Trubisky can run. Big he can ben throw the ball downfield. We, Big Ben was in quicksand last year. Like couldn't move. So it's I'm, I'm with you. It's, it's it's there. I just have a. I'm I'm just not sold on Trubisky as much as I, I know Kenny Pickett. The argument was small hands, but he can throw the football. He's listen. Good. Small hands, you can do a lot. You can be the president of the United States if you have small hands, allegedly. So, Before Teddy Bridger got hurt, Teddy Two Gloves was throwing – he was a good yeah, quarterback. Yeah, he was a good quarterback. Come on. Come on. So, so um, again, the Steelers is up in the air for me, but I am I like what – this was the, the week where you was like, okay, I'm going to give my prediction to Eagles. You have them at 12-5. and five. I have 11-6. Both of us have them winning the division. And I think yes. that's fair to say with the weapons we've acquired, the team we have – and the Cowboys stink. So, you the, know. The Cowboys stink. The trip just made a uh, quick reference. We did just add off the waivers Trey Sermon, who was released by the 49ers. I think I believe he was a third-round pick running back. Mm-hmm. They said he – from the reports I've been reading all day, because, you know, I didn't – I wasn't much in – I didn't think he was going to get cut or anything. He was having an excellent training camp with the 49ers. They cut him with the belief that he wasn't going to get claimed off waivers. They were to get him to the practice squad. Well, well Eagles said no. How he's been on top of things. He said no. That's the good value pickup, knowing that we've been kind of struggling. They, the running and back they've market. also been in the the free agent, like they've also been in the running back market. Yeah, because like, Kenyon Drake was talked about. I don't know. Hunt. I don't know if they completely sold on Miles Sanders. Well, it's because of the injury. Ham- Miles is already already dealing with the hamstring. Chris, them hammies, man. Like, listen, listen, you know, Jared, right now, them, them hammies, they don't play. They they keep you out for months because they just it takes it, it affects not yeah, just uh, your we're, we're months. All right, damn it, tape months, it up. man. It take everything. It, it affects it your whole body. Tape it up. It is hard to run, get movement, man. Listen, I, I'm Phil Speak, Miles Speaking of movement. Uh, potential potential signing of a left tackle by the Cowboys. A name is being floated around. Uh, someone who you're very familiar with, Jason Peters, the future Hall of Famer. A traitor if he doesn't, he'd be a traitor. Yeah. He'd be a traitor. I'm, I'm ambivalent. Like I'm. Ambivalent. This isn't like when we. We signed Orlando Scandrick, who now bashes us because he was trash for the Eagles. No, this who? is a – remember the Eagles signed Orlando Scandrick? I don't, I don't know who you're talking I have no idea who you're this talking isn't, This isn't like when we got DeMarco Murray, who didn't work out. No, who? no, no. Oh, you don't, you don't remember him either. I don't know, no, 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 no. Oh, man, if Jason Peters, a lifelong 11-year Philadelphian, what is, what is with us goes to the Dallas Cowboys, that's, that's sustaining his resume. He doesn't deserve that. Listen, he doesn't need I, to do listen that. if he want to go there and collect his check – and, and play six I'm games. In the bag, listen, listen, listen. And false start every game, and then <laughs> get and hurt then. within a couple se- a couple seconds. You don't even get hurt in the series. No yeah. offense, JP, but man, you, you push it forward. You are forty. You are forty, 40 years old. Hey, listen, it, it works for Whitworth, man. So <laughs> apparently, who, who the Cowboys also reached out to Andrew Whitworth. Well, okay. was like, uh, listen, yeah, you, they, I mean, with Tyron Smith being out, what three months? That's off of the year. He's off for the, oh they they announced this was a year. I thought he was done in a couple months. Wow, it's the year that puts their O line in. Chris, I might think you might have to take back that first loss. We might sweep them. We might sweep the Cowboys. I would they, love. I would love. I you're would talking about love to see Hassan Reddick at the 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 P uh, the not the P the left edge spot because he's probably going to be the will linebacker. He'll be he'll be basically in and out of the the, the line and at the linebacker position. The man. Then you're talking about Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham's healthy. That gonna see some sacks. His line is gonna be hurt. Listen, I just want to know what offense. Like, if you line up, if you line up right, and then you see like Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox next to each other at the same time. Interior. Like, Where you go? Zeke's go. Remember we couldn't tackle Zeke. Now we got dudes that are really gonna pile drive him to the ground. Like that's crazy. 
CDs I'm, are only received if the I'm, first. If I'm on that line, I'm just going to be like, yo, like, come on, what is this, man? Like, CD Lamb and Dalton Schultz are their own, and Tony Pollard, but they're the only receivers they have for the first. Shout, shout out to the Tony Pollard, who will be the starting running back by the end of the year. <laughs> James James White was hurt or just got hurt. Gallup's hurt. He's just doing. He's on. He was put on the pup list, so he can't play the first six weeks. I don't, Cedric Wilson, I think, is the only other receiver that I can do right we, now. Uh, you know what, Jared? We're not the right people to talk about. We need to bring a Cowboys fan on. Just to, like, we, we got to find one first. Credibility. Besides one, and I, I mean, I think my stepfather's not the guy to bring it on. Speaking that we, propaganda. Listen, we need to find. Listen, if you have a, re, if you are a reasonable, the keyword is reasonable Cowboys fan. Um, please contact us. We would like to speak to you. I would love that. Yeah, that we got to find one. I, I'm gonna do some research. You know, social media is for both of us. We're on. We're on the gram. We're on. Instagram, I, we're on Twitter. We'll find yeah, somebody. We'll, we'll find. Don't, don't worry. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Cowboys podcast or somewhere that wants to come on and talk some lies. Talk nonsense. He hasn't played the, the Super Bowls, but he'll he'll spew some of his propaganda to us. So thank y'all for listening to episode one ten <laughs> of Straight to the Point. If you liked what you hear, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. Um, next week, we'll be doing our official NFL predictions as we kick off week one. Jared, football is back. Yeah, about time. Football and college football. CFB yeah, is back. It's back. So just so everyone is clear about this, don't contact me on Sundays. Don't contact me on Mondays. Don't contact me on Saturdays. Don't contact me on Thursdays. Don't contact me when kickoff starts. Don't contact me when halftime starts. And don't contact me when the postgame starts. When the pressure starts, we can all talk. <laughs> when the, the pressure starts, you go ahead and call me. So, Are we going to be doing bets this year, Chris? Are we going to be talking bets on the pod? That's the question before we, you wrap up. For all of our gambling experts and our bookies, if you want to sponsor straight to the point, make sure you let, it, let us know so we can get y'all. You know, we, matter of fact, I'm going to start making some calls. I'm going to start making some calls. <laughs> <laughs> so thank y'all for listening to another episode of Straight to the Point. If y'all like what you hear, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. Make sure you follow Straight to the Point on all your favorite social media. That's at STTP Podcast. Make sure you follow me at underscore Chris Cross. Follow me at underscore JW Hughes. Definitely follow the podcast. Chris has yet to mention, but we are now out on YouTube. You will be able to see our faces a lot. And on TikTok. And on TikTok, yes. Please, TikTok, can you unblock our podcast page so we can actually post instead of on our personal pages on the actual podcast TikTok page. Well, on Jared's page. I don't I don't have a TikTok page. Yeah I have one but I'm t- could they unblock us? I don't even know what we got blocked for. Like what do we do? It's well, not a Christmas we post for sure. At TikTok what are we for? Like we're shadow banned on TikTok which is crazy. It means we're we're doing something right. Or or doing something wrong but we admit <laughs> to nothing. We admit to no wrongdoing whatsoever. Man, that's crazy.